Take us in, Doug. Kyle? Okay. Doug? He's left. Welcome to episode 197 of the official podcast. I'm Doug from Who's Right. You're wondering why I'm here. It's because Andrew is not. That's true. Thank you for filling in yet again. You're always, you're a lifesaver. I can message Doug and he's, I think the magic has died a little bit between us though, hasn't it? Because initially when I messaged you and asked if you wanted to come on the show, it was like, yeah, I'll cancel anything. I'll kill my wife. Don't worry. I'll be there. And now when I ask, it's like, I, I don't know, Kai, I, I'm going to have to check the, I'm going to have to check if there's anything <laughs> fun on TV. <laughs> like the Are you just playing hard to get, Doug? You're trying to not to seem too uh, clingy? I think it's a little bit of both. I, I know the, I think it was the last time or the time before I was in the crawl space in my basement covered my own shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as most know, of us are, I, I couldn't get cleaned up fast enough to get up here and throw my headphones <laughs> on. And, and this time it was like, well, you know, if I have to imagine that your listeners are probably tired of hearing my take on things. Well, you don't, uh, we've not really discussed any takes you've had. <laughs> What's your, yeah. I mean, you can hit well, us what, with What a, takes have you had? Hit us with yeah, a very hot take. take, if you like. <laughs> I can't, I can't necessarily give you a very hot take given the uh, confines of what we're going to be talking about. That's fair. I, okay, so I didn't get the memo. What are we talking about? What, what, <laughs> no, the confines of what we're talking about. I've, I've put an embargo on those two topics that none of us want to talk about, the fucking virus and the protests. I'm just so fucking sick of mm-hmm. everyone talking about that. I just, I'm actually very proud of the fact that we've not really talked about either of those two things in the past couple of weeks. We're not really in a position where we should be talking about any of those things, really. And this is a what a comedy podcast. It's meant to be. That's what people come here for, allegedly. Dude, I'm burnt out. I really don't care anymore. I just everywhere you look, I can't. They took my refuge from me, you guys. My safe haven, Instagram. I can't even go on Instagram to look at kittens without being reminded of this horse shit anymore. So I'm upset. I just want to give people something fun to listen to. People deserve escapism. God damn it. Agreed. That being said, Doug, is there no non-political hot take that, you know... What's your really fun hot take? I don't... I've never called anything a hot take, but what's your guys' thoughts on scamming Amazon for reviews? And if you don't know what it is, I can explain it. Yeah, can you elaborate a little bit? Because I've been thinking a lot about scams recently, just because how easy it must be to get a scam up and running in this day and age with Twitter and Facebook the way it is. So from what I understand, what you do is you buy something on Amazon... And you have to have your account set up as a reviewer, which is just checking a box. You take a couple pictures of it and, and leave it like a one or two star review. After doing it enough times, people will start reaching out to you and paying you to mm. change your review to five stars. The company's will that's selling it. Uh, hmm. Okay. So that's... So, so on Amazon, are there trusted reviewers, like people who review enough and get enough like uh likes or amazon upvotes or whatever on their reviews that they become like privileged reviewers and companies want to send them their products yeah yes is that a thing that that is a thing uh but but they're not noted as such so you can't go on there and and just identify people that oh they were sent this product to review i think that they are supposed to identify themselves as such in the review but they don't always do that 
So uh, I'm I mean, curious. How, do, do you do you think is there is there do you guys suffer from uh, like ethical blocks where you wouldn't do that because it's a shitty thing to do, or if it's free shit, you guys are good with it? I'm not well, sure depends. how it's a shitty thing. If the company is making up for something, like if I buy, I don't know, a fucking toilet seat, and the first second that I sit down on it, it fucking breaks, and they're like. Well, we saw your review. We're really sorry that happened. So let us reimburse you and send you a better one and a new one. Then that's not really unethical. It's good. That's you running a good business. So there's two things that you missed. One, it it is unethical if you buy something with the intention of leaving a bad review, hoping that they reach out to you. Okay, I see now what you mean. This this isn't just them reaching out to random people. You, the reviewer, you're specifically seeking out companies to give them shit reviews, hoping they'll give you free shit. Okay, and so then, it's a complaint to the on manager. The, on the and back cyber. end of it, going in and changing your review of that toilet seat to now be a five-star review only because they gave you your $12 back. Absolutely. But you could just note that in the description of the review. You could just say, hey, this guy paid me 12 bucks." Well, to- you can't do that, though. Then it doesn't look like a real review. It's a paid review. Yeah, why review. not? Yeah. Then it's you a go paid back review. and say, give me no. another 12 bucks, and I'll take out that little note. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know where Jackson stands on the issue. <laughs> Money. So you, that's you the are point of the business. The business is the victim here. A lot of th- things do that, isn't it? For example, the Better Business Bureau, isn't that literally just an organization where you can buy a rating? And if you don't pay them to give you a good rating, they will just give you the worst they have. There's a lot of organizations like that. Uh, Several review sites where if you have an online website and you you have some sort of a service, it doesn't matter what you're selling. There's going to be review sites popping up telling Yelp does this, right? They'll give a restaurant shitty reviews. They will undermine them in the search results unless you work with Yelp and pay them and maybe become a premium premium business member or some shit. They all do that crap. That's the first I've heard of that. I didn't know Yelp did that. Oh, yeah. Louis Rossman, the repair guy, he has a lengthy video about this. Just that thing where Yelp will literally call you and ask you, do you want to improve your rating? If not, well, fuck you. All we're only we're only going to show the negative reviews of your shop and your rating's going to suffer unless you work with us. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So, so they're like the mafia. I was just going to say, how is that any different than than the mafia going door to door and getting insurance? Yeah, from like people? protection. Yeah, protection brackets, baby. So a lot mm-hmm. of the so this pattern is everywhere, though. Remember last week or the week before we talked about um was it like anita sarkeesian that lady that we talked about where they bully companies i haven't into... heard her name in so long yeah yeah are you, but... wait are you talking about us or were you talking to doug about it no not to doug to you guys on the show we, we talked about the tangentially and her name came up but so doug this lady and a lot of organizations like hers what they do for instance is they go up to a video game company they say hey your game is racist i'm gonna tell everyone your game is racist you're racist i'm gonna let everyone know you're racist unless you hire me then i'll fix it for you if you pay me i will not tell people that you're racist get it it's it's a shakedown I don't, so i don't have an issue with that i've gotten my last three jobs by telling my my soon-to-be boss that they're fat phobic unless they hire me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good angle to work. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great, man. So, okay, let's play that angle a bit. Do do you face fat phobia in real life? I mean, not from me. That's not fair. I mean, just in every day your workplace. <laughs> <laughs> just in your no, private I, life. I, I, 
uh, other than, uh, let's say, I know that when somebody like a cashier or waitress is hitting on me, I know they're just doing it for a tip. But know. but other than that, no. It's a, it's a fat phobia that's just <laughs> playing the game. <laughs> what do you mean this girl's talking to me and doesn't want to fuck? God, she must hate you. Know, it's it's if, it, if it was fat phobia, they wouldn't even be hitting on you regardless of like their tip incentive. They'd yeah, be making fun it's of you. It's not something they would even cross, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, so, so, so I guess the answer to the question then is no. I, I've never had anybody... Uh, uh, you know what? I guess I guess... Maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I got into an argument at work with somebody and one of his friends came up to me and said, I, I don't know if you didn't have enough to eat at lunch or what, but, and then went in to start <laughs> yelling at me. So yes, I, I am a victim of fat phobia. Okay. See, it doesn't sound like there's just that much out there though against you, which makes sense. I mean, you're American, right? You just, you guys are what now? pretty normal. Uh, three fourths overweight almost all of you are kind of you know flabby so do you think that when we go on social media and there's just a bunch of women whining about fat phobia and this is it's just coded into our society and children are being taught fat phobia do you think that just because they're women and they experience it more is just a bunch of fat bitches lying i think it's like anything else on social media kyle when what you see on on instagram or twitter is not happening in real life it's it's just people looking to play victim and get some likes or thumbs up or whatever. You know, you, you walk down the street, you don't have people get back in the house, tubby or <laughs> <laughs> that's how it should be though. Can you imagine that beautiful world though, Doug? Doug can't even be let outside of his house. Just a fucking mailman's insulting him. So can you imagine what it would be like if, if the real life was what it, what it looks like it is on Twitter. God, it, it would be perfect. So I am, I know you guys don't listen to the to who's right, but I am an advocate for physical violence. I have been my entire life. I think it's <laughs> I think it's a good way to solve issues. There need there needs to be more of it. And and I think if real life was like Twitter, you would you would see that. Mm-hmm. Instead of this bl- blocking people, you can't block people in real life. You can't use physically uh, physical violence to make yourself thinner, Doug. <laughs> Bullshit! Well, you, it, it, you, you genuinely burn a lot could. of calories when you're when you're throwing punches and shit. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I didn't think of that. Think about <laughs> yeah. It. yeah, you could. Okay, it does solve everything. You're right. What yeah, do you there's a few things more effective than physical violence than losing calories. I mean, how many fat boxers do you know? Exactly, butterbean, <laughs> butterbean. But wouldn't you watch the shit out of that? <laughs> if, oh fuck yeah. If, yeah! if everybody was built, if if there was a boxing league where everybody was built just like me, they gas out after four punches. That would be fucking great. I mean, we you say that, but who the hell ever watches sumo? I mean, conceptually, it sounds amazing, right? It's it's a, a bunch of fat people dressed like toddlers pushing each other around and tipping themselves over. They don't have the mobility for anything interesting, though. They're just kind of pushing each other slowly yeah. outside of a they circle. They need to punch. That's not true. Have it you is. not, have you not seen no sumo? Well, yeah, there's no have, punching because that's the traditional rules of sumo. Yeah, they suck at punching. No, sumo is fucking cool. I I actually went down a sumo rabbit hole not too long ago. There was like this really skinny sumo guy. He was awesome. Yeah, so so you have to be skinny to do anything awesome then. Well, yeah, maybe it is just because you're skinny. (laughs) There there it is. That's one way of looking at it. Fat phobia in the wild. Okay, so uh, other other than the, the easy way out and saying eating or sleeping, what are things that fat people are good at 
that skinny people aren't. I'm not talking Taking about I'm not talking about in shape. I'm talking <laughs> about somebody that that is very sickly looking, such as Jackson, compared to somebody that is disgusting looking, such as myself. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, a two different contrasts. Better. You can probably take a punch better. I mean, if you yes, fall, you absolutely could. If you fall, there's more padding too. I, I would imagine. Yeah. So, like, if me and Jackson were to get into a fist fight. Like he he could just run around. You would eat me. He could just. You would like destroy me. I I don't know that. I, I I've never ever assumed that I could beat somebody based on their size because I don't know what their experience is. For instance, uh, what, well, what? very little experience. Let's just say that I think you're. I think you're fine. I think you've got <laughs> age, skills, and weight on me. So that's fine. One of the worst you times that I've gotten my ass kicked was by somebody who is similar looking to you except his skin is a little darker he was a professional tie fighter and he Whoa, kicked. yeah that's, that's a bit different to me <laughs> well, but, but that's what i'm saying I, so, I don't know i don't know what your skill set is and i don't assume well, that, that i can beat somebody just because of their their size it's ignorant i want to hear that story so how come you got your ass kicked by a tie fighter Left a bad review on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so w we were actually very friendly. And this was back when I was much younger and, and fought quite a bit. And he, <laughs> he showed up where I was at. We, I was drinking, of course. And he asked me if he would, if I'd be willing to go out in the, the back with him and, and go at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you get the wrong idea? Or where'd the fighting come into it? No, that, that's what I mean. He 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 wanted to fight. He he knew that I was a good fighter, and and he wanted to take a shot, basically. So I I got up and we went out back, and he just kicked the snot out of me. He, he <laughs> fucking ran up me like a fucking spider monkey monkey and kneed me in the bottom of the fucking chin. It was like it was like well, getting okay, hit with okay, a goddamn. So were you? Go ahead. Were you drunker? Or more intoxicated than him? Oh, that's a good question. It's I was I was feeling pretty good, but that did not come into play. He he would have beaten me if he was drunk and I was sober. He was just more experienced and he hit harder. Okay. So did you have a reputation as like the neighborhood's fighter white trash boy? The, where just people from all around the country came up and to to see if they can like beat you. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't try to put it out there like that. But yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, I used to fight Football a lot, Kai. I've, I've talked openly about that. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know people came for your belt, like your Afro ninja. <laughs> <laughs> well, if 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 I did have a belt, I lost it that day. That's for sure. <laughs> But for as a consolation, when when we were all done and I got myself cleaned up, we went inside and played Mortal Kombat three, and I won. <laughs> Wait, so after he beat your Does ass, get much sadder. You, you took him on in a video game. Yeah, it it, it it was a different mindset, I guess you'd say. It wasn't like oh, you beat me, so now we're mortal enemies. It was Should it be. was no different than what they do in UFC now when they hug each other. It was out of respect, you know? Right, so yeah, you had to, you had a bit of respect for him. It was like a fighter's respect there. So what do you think is your boxing record? Like how many victories and defeats? Yeah, I'd be curious to know as well. Do you typically come out on top or do you always get your ass beat? I would say that it's probably split pretty evenly. When, when I lose, I lose spectacularly <laughs> <laughs> well, well you still and, kept and, your head and, in the game and make make no mistake about it if i was to fight somebody now i'd get my ass kicked i'm i'm obviously out of shape i am sore in places that i didn't know existed constantly it's it wouldn't be pretty
Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Would you be willing to uh, like go for a round two against that that uh, fighter that we were just talking about? Oh fuck no! He he ended up going into the special forces and and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> you gave him the like confidence. He didn't snap your neck. You would have ended up in the alleyway fucking with a snap neck. <laughs> Christ. Wow. It, it's funny. It's it's a funny mentality to have because you know there's a lot of people which I as I've gotten older I understand you don't necessarily have to solve problems with violence. I get it. It's it's a stupid mentality. I was an unhappy person. And I was just taking my aggression out on people, but uh, a lot of a lot of our conversations and such seem to end this way with you going, "I was an unhappy person." Yeah, you, and, but, are you happy now? Has yeah. stuff changed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unhappy for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, s- sitting behind a sitting behind a desk all day at work and and working on doing projects and shit is not the pathway to happiness. I can fucking guarantee you that. Well, I mean, I do love, though, that at the end of the day, sometimes when you do sit there, you get so bored, you and I start fucking around. And one of the things that we did end up doing. Was, so for those who don't know, Doug is technically an essential worker. I don't know why, but his essential work consists of putting his head together with mine. And we designed the ultimate potato chip. We should put that photo in the show notes. <laughs> so, you use, what makes this the ultimate you get paid potato to do? chip? Doug, Doug was using his so 3D modeling and physics simulation software to model the ultimate potato chip. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it looks like a fucking cardboard box. So what was the logic behind it good, though? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I could find that photo, that would be awesome. And what was the logic? The ultimate potato chip, uh, so, Jackson. So oh, I, yeah, I know what makes an ultimate potato chip. That's what I'm asking. I was on this terror where I was eating uh, some kind of dip. I don't remember what it was. Green onion dip or something with uh, Ruffles potato chips. And I learned that if I started stacking the grains of the chips uh, perpendicular to each other, I could scoop up a lot more dip. You're a genius. This is, yeah, this is well, way too technical so for not, them. It's Doug. not to do with like the shape of flavor or anything. You're just trying to, Doug, do you still have perfect, that like dipping? Do you still have that diagram I, render I, that you sent me? No, I I don't think I do. Damn uh, it! We should have fucking <laughs> why? It, was, that. it sounded like a great it's idea. Lost to the ages. So I, I it, it was it was more about the structural integrity of the chip as opposed to the flavor of the chip. Wait, well, how how the fuck do you like quantify the structural integrity of the chip? Did you, did you get into like the DNA molecules of the the chip? Like, how do you change the structure of that? So I, 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 when I modeled it, I created it as a light resin with the trying to get as close as I could to the, the properties of a fried potato. Um, but then you can just run simulations on it, change the, change the structure, and then run more simulations. Sounds like the worst college thesis. Oh, bullshit it is. It sounds like a pretty decent college thesis to me. Yeah, what the fuck? I cannot find it, and it's actually upsetting me now. I was really looking forward to showing people that thing. I was proud of our progress that we had made. In the meantime, though, Charlie, you've been using a service lately. Tell us about it. Fiverr? Mm We're talking about Fiverr out here? Yes, you can fight fighters. You can fight 3D designers if you needed your own potato chip model to tell us. (laughs) Yeah, there's really nothing you can't find on Fiverr, to be honest. There's something for everyone there. 
and it's all just right at your fingertips. It's beautiful. No matter what your project is, you can find someone to help get in there with it, have some experience and really just take it to the next level where you're not, you know, finding someone that you can't trust. You can always find what you're looking for. Jackson, take it away. So yeah, you can check out Fiverr at fiverr.com that's f-i-v-e-r-r.com and receive 10% off your first order by using our code official so yeah find all the digital services you ever need in one place at fiverr f-i-v-e-r-r.com code official that's fiverr.com code official head on over there and and find the people you're looking for Mm -hmm. it's not a dating service but a professional person well, if you're looking for a professional person or a freelancer go to fiverr you can also find girls who will play video games with you in exchange for money that is also something you could find on fiverr should you choose to want that doug Noted. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking now <laughs> do you play a lot of games these days doug i don't I, I was looking at the the ps5 trying to decide if i'm going to go that route or not but i i typically just don't have the time Mm. I want to. I just don't have the time. Too busy with potato chips? Well, that's at work. That's different. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that makes sense then. That's fair. How was your experience on Monday, man? So Doug and I decided we're going to, well, we were going to try to do OMAD again, one meal a day. We buckled after like, what was it, Doug? Two days? On on Tuesday, we decided, Uh, fuck it. Let's just do the regular 16 hours by eight (laughs) hours um, intermittent fasting. And you told me that... The, the first day was so fucking bad you couldn't focus on anything at work. Oh, fuck, it was horrible. I was sitting there trying to trying to get something done, and I just kept thinking about food. Just, I really would go for a pizza right now. I could have some fried chicken right now. I could have, and it just <laughs> nonstop. I'm sitting here trying to write a report for the board of directors, and all I'm thinking about is, let's see, I could have this chicken on this sandwich. I would put so much tomato on there. It, it, it just... Your report just turned out to be fucking... You just wrote a recipe? Yeah, it looks like a fucking menu when I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) The way God intended, man. And and the funny thing, when when me and Kaya do this stupid shit, it's we we do our best to try to shame each other into making poor decisions, and then we lock (laughs) into a commitment with each other that we're going to follow through on this OMAD for 30 days, and then we spend the rest of the time trying to get the other one to buckle without... Just so we don't have to. No. So we start. You don't want to be the first to, you know, you don't want to be the one who threw in the towel. So you'll Mm -hmm. each one of us is always just trying to get the other one to say I quit. So I can just guilt free run to the fridge. (laughs) But well, we did it once for 30 days. None of us buckled. That worked. And I think you lost some weight. I felt better for sure. But then why'd you go back? Because eating is eating man it's like, hard yeah. <laughs> yeah it's difficult when you're not i guess not even doing it for a month it, that still does not turn it from this one bet into a lifestyle you know it just even over the period of 30 days it's still a very radical thing to suddenly change in your life and you it's just difficult to stick with it you try it jackson don't you get bored of eating ridiculously fatty and like no. sugary food? I know it's an addiction, but like if you were having fried chicken every day, I feel like within the first maybe like five days, I would just be done with it and would not want to have it again for like the next six months. Food has to be spaced out for me, like uh, special food or fatty food or whatever has to be spaced out for me to still enjoy it. Does that not happen for you? Like Doug, could you eat 
KFC every single day? No, no. I, it's no different for a fat man than it is for a, a skinny man, Jackson. We still have taste buds. You get bored. You get bored with with shit for sure. Um, I, I think the key difference, though, is when to to get into the same shape that I'm in. You don't. You're not treating food as something that's needed to survive. You're treating it as a crutch. So, you know, you, you eat because you need calories and you need nutrients. I eat because I'm happy or I'm sad or I'm bored or a reward. Right? <laughs> Regardless of the mood. <laughs> <laughs> so comfort. Food is your comfort. Reward, punishment, no, I'm, I'm just fuck giving, it. I'm, 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 I'm just giving an example. Yeah, I think that, that people eat for different reasons. And when you find yourself taking in an enormous amount of calories, uh, more calories than you burn, uh, <laughs> you find yourself unable to fight anymore. <laughs> yeah, to be fair though, like food addiction, this came up before, I don't know in what episode, but food addiction is different from all the other addictions because there's no way for you to quit cold turkey and not eat at all. It's like you have to eat something. Yeah, it's a pretty tough one. Yeah, it, it's not like, you know, imagine if you had to use a little bit of heroin every day, but you just can't use too much. That's what fasting is like the, for a fat person is if they're trying to drop the weight it, you know, you can't just go a whole day or a whole week not, and not eat anything. So, Doug, have you, I asked you this and you just ignored it as one of my fat jokes that I make throughout the day, but have you ever used your influence at your company to, like, you know, decide what goes into the vending machine <laughs> or to get the vending machine moved <laughs> closer to your office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's surprising I didn't take that question seriously, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's such a good question, too, to really think about, because you could do that if you wanted to, I imagine. I, I think that they would probably know that there's ulterior motives if I was to suggest, <laughs> hey, you know the, the vending machines downstairs in the cafe? I think it would be better suited if we brought them upstairs right outside my office. <laughs> you could be the cool boss that just wants to, make productivity. Sure, yeah, wants to make sure everyone's got plenty of energy with nice, uh, I don't know, whatever, Doritos or whatever you stack in there. What do you and, think? And all it is is honey buns. There's nothing else in there now. It, sorry, that's what I've got to do. <laughs> hero what a sacrifice so, so honestly what do you think is the most again for those who don't know doug is at a pretty respectable position in his company what do you think is the most shameless thing you could possibly get away with using your influence for in, in terms of just getting food within your reach oh like a chocolate fountain in a, in a I would no I'll, private chef. Oh, oh I was going to go a different route. I was going to say probably in making a hiring decision for ulterior motives, if that was the case. Oh, okay. you, you hire eat a person? No, no, I, you I, hire someone that's a good cook. <laughs> okay, you got me wrong. I I meant in terms. How the fuck would hiring the wrong person get you more food? Were you thinking of like hiring <laughs> a chef? So Kai, I, you're just smuggling Kit Kats. You you asked a question, and it wasn't a necessarily a food related question or i didn't take it as such no i said mm. in terms of getting food closer to your you know food related what is what's the most yeah. influence can you swing your weight around so to speak to i don't know write all chips expenses off as business expenses <laughs> you're, you're being ludicrous i i think what i could <laughs> what i could probably do you've got too far guy it's impossible no one's ever wrote those off i've tried I, I think what I could probably do is get some catering brought in under false pretenses just to get some free donuts or something. Okay, that's still pretty impressive. I wish I could do that. Can I do yeah, that on the official podcast? <laughs> Money. 
Not on the no. company dime. <laughs> Not unless Doug is good. On that note, I did find the diagram that Doug uh, rendered. Jackson, if you want to put this up on screen, otherwise everyone can also go to our Patreon chat, our Patreon Discord, and see this in the chat. Um, let me this see. This doesn't look like a chip. That's because wow. it's a fucking new design. Yeah, negative well, Nancy. <laughs> it doesn't look edible. What yeah, are you talking it about? It actually looks like a wall. It just yeah. It looks like you're creating a structure, a piece of architecture, perhaps. It's like a raft. This is look. This looks like something that Jesus Christ was it pushed on like when he was a baby. It looks like a cardboard box. It, that's okay, what I saw. So, but it looks like something that would not buckle under the weight of dip. We oh, all, are you even proficient at your job, Doug? <laughs> this does not look like a chip at all. All right, so I challenge you to design a better chip, then Jackson. And you can't use I mean, fucking I, Legos. I think I could. I'll, I'll just okay. Well, that's uncalled for. I can scribble, <laughs> scribble on a piece of paper and do better than this. You've, you've created a cardboard box. I, what I'm curious Jesus. about, Jackson, is why you have so much animosity towards me. Did, did an older <laughs> man do something to you when you were younger? Potentially. Maybe it's all, like, uh, subconscious. Jackson, I don't give uh, a don't shit know. of what my chips look like. If they taste good, and if I don't have to do that, like, you know, the frail, oh no, is it gonna break? Is it Doug's not gonna chips, break? It's gonna taste like fucking cardboard. Well, it, it doesn't necessarily that. have to taste like cardboard just because it looks like it. Yeah, this is just a baseline. First of all, Jackson, you can still sprinkle all the Cheeto dust on this as you want and flavor it as much as you want. This is just a baseline In all the technical details on this foundation. picture that Doug has sent, I'm not seeing any descriptions of, like, flavor or ingredients. Because flavor... Yeah. One, I'm not a flavorologist, Jackson. <laughs> Fla- flavors are added after the, yes. the initial making of the chip. They're yeah, just sprinkled the, uh, in. the initial part. Jackson, it's going to go to the taste department. Doug is like a chip's architect. What you want is an interior designer for the flavor afterwards, after the house is built, after the chips is built, after it's manufactured perfectly to these specifications, which are patented under the official entity from this point on. Sorry, Doug. Jackson, do you do you think that the same guy that came up with the Pringle shape is also <laughs> the one that said, I want to have a waffles and chicken flavor? What the uh, fuck well, is a waffles and chicken that's, flavor? That's ridiculous. Okay, Doug. same thing. This is the no, new Pringles the flavor. Thing. You said you designed the most delicious and the Did best. Not. No, I didn't. Potato. I, yeah, I, I specifically it, said the structural. the recording. No. I specifically but, said the structural integrity of the chip. He, to, to be fair, in Doug's defense, he said the ultimate chip. He never mentioned flavor. Well, all right. So, right okay. Well, ultimate chip's still fucking kind of, mm. like, I would think flavor has a big part to do with the ultimate but chip. But Jackson. So would I. We so we that. specifically did mention the bullet point though that it has what makes the ultimate chip the most ultimate chip is dippability. So you, it has to be dipped in something, and the flavor then depends on the dip mostly. Well, if you want to get the best dip, go get a fucking spoon. It's already been designed. You're disgusting. You're designing a chip. Yeah, that was one of the dumbest things I've heard, Jackson. Are you kidding me? What about a, a shovel? I'm just saying, there's plenty of dippable things out there. You haven't designed anything. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you are such a pain in the ass. <laughs> You're a fraud, Doug. You're a fraud. You 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 took something that is a shitty premise to a conversation and strung it out over the course of 20 minutes in hopes that, you know, it's not like I've made a million dollars off of my new chip design. It was a throwaway joke between two people who became public. Well, you brought it into the official domain. And then I, we no, have to no, about I it. did not. Your co-host well, someone did. did. I didn't do it. Someone did. Why don't we just say Kaya? <laughs> it's like Voldemort's name. Yeah. Yeah, can't no, say not Kaya out loud. I'm just proud of it. Fuck you. 
God, so fucking dumb. You guys are being down as you design it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You don't want to invest. You are an unhappy shit. individual. Doug and I are now looking for angel investors if you don't want to put your money on this train. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you. I actually and, asked and also somebody that, that understands flavoring of potato, potato chips after manufacturing. That would no be one's going to invest in this product if you can't describe the taste. You've been watching too much Dragon's Den, Jackson. Someone would absolutely invest what? in this like piece no, of they wood. Wouldn't. Yes, they would. How much, well, what percentage of your company are you giving away and for how much? Um, um, so before this conversation, I would have said $50 <laughs> for 100% of the company. <laughs> <laughs> Just sell it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's this fucking JPEG. Here you go, 50 bucks. Uh... Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Something chips related, I'm sure, though. Fuck have, me. So, have you guys tried the those really thick chips? I don't know what brand they are, but they are... In my mind, if you have a, a potato chip standard size, it's good. And then if you have one triple the size, it should be triple as good. It's not... That's not how it is in reality. I don't know if you've tried those chips or not, but they're like double-baked, fried something or other. Double. I haven't tried those, no. no but are they like a, so, are they a brand or something? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I just know that they're thicker than. It's like eating a half a potato, except with some sour cream and onion flavoring on it. Hmm. Mm. No, I haven't seen those. But no. when I do I've eat something, thinner chips. When I eat something like Pringles, where they are made to match and be stacked, I do stack them like a motherfucker. I'd eat the whole can in one bite if I could, like a goddamn hammerhead shark. I'd look my, that's what my cheeks will look like. No, just me. Yeah, that's that's them in the chat that I was talking about. It's Ruffles. Oh, oh. When, R- Ruffles aren't like turbo sized or anything. They're kind of just normal size. Those are old. No, the the double crunch. I haven't heard of double crunch to be fair. Um, so Kyle, when you eat Pringles, do you do that thing where you you put them in uh, your mouth so that you got one in your you got the top part of the chip in your upper lip and the bottom part of the chip and your lower lip and then you wear it like a mouthpiece <laughs> what Wait, are you five you oh, that, your food like that? that that's just me then okay <laughs> absolutely just you like a retainer I'm, I'm confused as to how <laughs> that would work yeah, yeah that, can you so can you sketch that up in your program we need visual I, proof i think that that's probably a good marketing scheme for fat people it's like a fat person retainer <laughs> Blocks the food from coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it tastes good while it does it. <laughs> You're like licking the inside of the chip. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I know I'm not the only person that does that. It, it fits too perfectly for me to be the only one that's discovered it. I'm going to try. <laughs> you truly are a visionary, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. As to, I might send you some selfies later. Like, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Is this... <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay. Yeah, Charlie, tell, tell us about uh, Raycon. I use Raycon for pretty much any time I'm active, like working out or anything like that. They're wireless earbuds. They're the, it's the same amazing like sound from all the other premium brands, but at half the price. It's just an extremely great pair of wireless earbuds. So I think it's something super important when you're active to have something that's not like intruding on your ability to stay active and like the wires dangling and getting like tangled and shit like that is always just a hassle. So I really do think wireless earbuds. I, I just do think they're really important for when you're active like that. So I highly recommend them. I've been using Raycon for about a year now almost, and I just really like them. I think they're great. 
So the newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, they're the best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. So now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash OP. Those are the letters OP. That's buyraycon.com slash OP for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash OP. Like I said, we recommend those everyday E25 earbuds. So go check them out. Mm -hmm. So I I think Mm -hmm. I'm going to go check them out. I've got a pair of wireless earbuds that I have that's not that brand. And every time I'm out mowing, my left one just falls out for no fucking reason. It's like my ears yep. are different sizes. It's fucking terrible. That man. won't happen with Raycon. So go, go get Raycon. Do you have like what do they call a cauliflower ear from your years of fighting? No, no. Typically, that's from wrestling. Yeah, that's just from like headlocks and shit. They grind yeah. the ear down. Uh, I thought it was from like the what does that even guards or whatever they call. How does that even happen? I thought that's like if you take repeated blows to the ear and the cartilage like comes apart or something. No, I'm pretty sure it's from like headlocks because like when you're getting headlocked in the WWE, you're getting like ru- like rustled around in there, so it's just a lot of friction on your ear, and I imagine like the heat melts it like plastic. Oh, I'm pretty sure you get it a lot from rugby as well, like in scrums and such. Yeah, pretty much anything where I think there's a lot of friction, like skin on skin shit like that. I think is what causes it. I don't know. I'm not a WWE wrestling injury scientist or anything, but that's what I'd guess. Go- going back to previous conversation, though. That is a very good indicator that you're getting ready to get your ass whooped. If if you start getting into an altercation with somebody, always look at their ears first. <laughs> mm. Okay, just just examine their like, ears. I'm just gonna try and avoid the fight. Close. Yeah, I'll just yeah. I just skip that step. No, wh- why don't you, why don't you just be blunt and direct and go? Hey, are you good at fighting? <laughs> we'll determine if I want to fight or not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I I don't know why I never thought of that. Yeah, why don't you just ask? So is it like... He was shy. You know how there's supposedly some formulas you can run on a man, like his ear-to-nose size ratio or some shit, and you can determine his dick size? Is that like with fighting too? You look at his ears and you can tell how many years he has under his belt? So you can, you can definitely tell what type of experience he has. If somebody is is... Have you ever seen anybody with cauliflower ear that wasn't... That couldn't kick your ass? That's fair. Yeah, I have. I have. I've seen like scrawny, like with rugby, like scrawny wingers and such. Isn't who, and, who still have isn't rugby still? And you think you could kick their ass? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't think I could kick their ass. I think you could kick their ass, Doug, for me, <laughs> while I stand on the back waving my little white flag. So you know, based on our history together, Jackson, that there is there is as of right now there is. N- no chance of me standing between you and anybody. <laughs> I don't believe that. I think you're a big softy. I think you protect me. Yeah, I think mama bear instincts would kick in. If you saw Jackson yeah. getting slapped around, you'd be like, fuck, I got to do something. And then you come, I'd be injured and you'd come over and hold me and rock me back and forth. Oh, I'd carry you away like on the bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good enough that, for me. That's, yeah, I'll that's take pretty anything good. I can get, Doug. <clears throat> that's sweet. You did mention... I mean, that's just... That when you're out in the yard doing uh, mowing the lawn or whatever with your headphones. So I think from the last time that we you were on here, we owe you an apology because the last time you we had you on, we called you a redneck handful of times. Yeah. And since did. then, there's you know some information has been revealed to me by the Doug, and I don't know how much of it you want to be public, but 
Dobbins like honestly, done. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, with all the things that I know about you it. since then is that you are probably the least rednecky out of us all. And I don't know how much of your very fragile, toxic masculinity you'd like me to tear down right now. Wait, even more redneck than me? I mean, less redneck than me? Probably. So do you want to tell them about your flower bed, Doug? Oh, Doug. That's so cute, Doug. Doug. So, so I, I'm, I'll tell it the way that I told Kaya. I, okay. When I got I, these fucking flowers in my bed, Kaya. I fucking hate them, but I love them. Okay, so <laughs> when, I, when I was younger, my, my dad, who is also the one that instilled this need to punch people in the face, um, he, I was, I don't know, maybe 17 or so. He ended up pulling me out in the front yard and said, hey, Doug, I want you to come out and look at something. And... <laughs> It, it, it's your us. It was a uh, <laughs> just pummels you into the flower bed. That's where your love for flowers came from. It cushioned the blow. Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll let you guys decide which story you want to hear. Do so you want to no, hear the story? No, of, no. Hold on. When you tell, when, we can do them both, but in which order? So the time that my dad took me out in the front yard and showed me his roses that were blooming. Or the time that my dad came in and grabbed me by the neck and lifted me up. Which one do you want to hear? <laughs> Let's start with the roses. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to start with a nice feeling. Okay, so he took me out in the yard and and he was very proud of these roses that that he had planted. And as I told Kaya that day, I kind of lost. I don't know why, but I lost respect for him. Like <laughs> like he he was soft. It, it was something that I'd never experienced. Is my my dad showing me a side of him like that. It was always a much more masculine. So fast forward to this year, I have started planting roses and I'm all proud of them. Like when they, when they come up and start blooming in the buds and all that shit, it's, it's, it's a super gay story. That's what Kyle's trying to get me to say is I am uh demasculated. Well, that, don't you see hey, how this is a very, I don't think there's anything wrong with, it's a very redeeming arc. Flowers, you used so. to, you, you were raised by this violent drunk presumably he used to just fight around the neighborhood just like you one day he shows you a rose bed you lose respect for him and now all these decades later you you have your own flowers in his footsteps so speaking of story arcs that that same man you know the the first time that i beat him in arm wrestling was one of the worst days of my life <laughs> i can rem i can remember the look on it the look on his face you know like okay so this changes things now so now my son <laughs> who uh, he's probably six, four, getting close to 300 pounds, but it, he's a professional power lifter. Wow. Holy shit. He, he won't, he won't arm wrestle me because he, he knows that story about uh, the shift between me and my dad when that happened. So he doesn't want to do that to me, which I think is respectable, even though I stopped somebody from sucking his dick. Does he know that you play with flowers? <laughs> It sounds like it's going to happen anyway, Doug. So I, I don't, I don't want him to under, to know that part of me. Play with flowers. Can't see the nice I like part wording, of Doug. by the way. So hang on, I want to. So what happens when you arm wrestled your dad? How old were you, first of all? Probably twenty one, twenty one or twenty two. Okay, so his problem was that you had finally outgrown him, and he no longer could dominate yeah, so, you. So we we used to arm wrestle maybe once every six months or so, depending on how, how the conversation would come up. And I came in 
sat down at the kitchen table and said, all right, I, I, I think I can get you this time. And, and I did. And it was, it was fucking heartbreaking. I, I, I can't put it into words. I can't articulate it how it felt, but yeah, it wasn't a, a good pussy. feeling. If I was that dad or if, uh, like, if I was your dad, Doug, I would have been proud of you. Wouldn't, wouldn't you have been proud of your son if he, he beat you at arm wrestling? No. Why not? It's like a continue. <laughs> your, your bloodline's strong, Doug. It continues on <laughs> with big muscles. Yeah, this this like, ain't fucking Game of Thrones, man. It's real life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think a healthy parent-son relationship is like... What about being, me makes you think that I had a healthy relationship with I anybody never, ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you got a healthy relationship with, with is your roses yeah, but, or whatever. So what if you're doing your son your a disservice, bed. though? Because one day you're going to die, and what if your son at your funeral is just full of self-doubt? He'll never know if he could have won. Well, good. He can arm wrestle. I'm, I'm pretty sure he, if he's 6'4", 300 pounds, I'm pretty sure we can just go off stats here and say he'd probably be Doug's yeah, ass in arm wrestling. There's going to be just this little voice in his head telling him that he just wasn't good enough, that he never found out if he was really the top dog in the house. And the voice is going to get louder, I, So, it, it, to the, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay. It's, it's something he's going to have to learn to wrestle with. <laughs> so what a in, father. interesting a good lesson. is he, i just talked to him the other day and he is uh going to get tested he's signing up to be a police officer mm-hmm. best time what's that that no, the, I, I, the best time yeah no time like this to be a cop <laughs> best of luck to him <laughs> get, get him a bulletproof yeah, vest I, if you can <laughs> <laughs> so yeah was that story going anywhere were you bragging about your son being a cop so do you really think i bring that up to be bragging i don't know i don't know where it was going he just paid it isn't isn't there something like you know pride in your son i would think i I don't know i feel like if i had a kid i'd probably brag about good things they do so i figured I i figured on the way that this show works is me talking to three other people that i could say something and somebody would jump in and say oh why would he do How the, what the fuck am i going to say about your son being a cop <laughs> oh wow well, doug why do you think he's doing that uh, it's not important <laughs> at this point kaya do you remember when when you and i talked a couple couple weeks ago about the last time i was on and i said i couldn't figure out why jackson has so much animosity towards me <laughs> I, I you said I it think this so. episode too actually <laughs> right right but I'm, I'm just bringing it up again because mm-hmm. I, I i think it'd be now as good a time as any time to have that conversation <clears throat> okay what, I, what is your fucking problem jackson <laughs> <laughs> no, calm down. It's, a, it's a comedy show man take it easy no i want fucking answers and i want them now <laughs> <laughs> i just think you so, I, I want think, it too yeah, I, I, I just think what you have done to your son is disgusting. <laughs> what? what? I didn't fuck him. What the fuck do you mean it was disgusting? <laughs> your refusal to show your sensitive side is repulsive is what Jackson's saying. <laughs> Give him a bouquet of flowers and apologize. <laughs> uh, oh, you could. So only then I, will I accept you. Can I do the other artistic and somewhat romantic soft-hearted thing you do doug as a hobby <laughs> oh please yes give us more I, i'm curious to see where this goes sure let's talk about it duck is a painter he paints guys for fun as a hobby and i've I seen this pretty manly unless it's like well he paints flowers oh, and fences but kind of painting? it's still very not really you know 
you wouldn't expect Popeye the drunk sailor to be painting, right? <laughs> so all what's, in all. Uh, from, from the pieces you've seen, what's probably his finest work? What is his finest work? I don't know. They're all kind of good. I'm not really an art critic, really? so I wouldn't know. Really? I, how the fuck would I know? I'm not an art critic. Well, yeah, but you can obviously tell when art is shit. Like, is Doug doing splatter painting where he's like, I don't no, know, eating the no. paint, spitting it onto the canvas? Or? Doug, you describe it. It's it's not splatter modern art shit. It's actual. You can make out what it is. Nice. No, it, it, <laughs> this is such a fucking gay conversation that I wasn't expecting on Adam. <laughs> Doug is so awkward now. You're the one doing it. See, this is the problem. Why, why do you? Why do you? We need to move can, past. Can this. I ask why do you paint? Why do you paint and why do you like grow flowers and stuff, knowing that you personally think that it's gay to do that? No, I, I, so I don't think that it's gay to paint. I don't think that it's gay to plant flowers. I think that I have a mentality that I, I have lived with my entire life that if you want to do something and the majority of society doesn't think that it's manly, then you need to keep it to yourself. And I'm learning that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. If somebody doesn't like that I paint, go fuck yourself. I don't give a shit. It, I, I'm a grown man, and if I'm going to fucking paint, I'm going to paint. Who? I don't care what you think. Um mm-hmm. I also I tried tried yeah. my hand at, at knitting and crocheting, but I just suck at it, so I don't do it anymore. <laughs> In my, no, well, that was a bit too far. To my credit, I was very defense. Uh, I was very accepting of your alternative lifestyle of your painting and you know playing with flowers. I've always been supportive. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah and, and that's why I've decided to come out as a an avid painter, <laughs> as, as a, a botanist. i'm sure that each and every one of you do something and i'm not talking about your sexual depravity or anything you do something that you think the majority of let's say your listeners would find odd that you do yeah and guess what doug that's the topic of nearly every fucking episode is my lego and star wars and all that kind of embarrassing shit yeah but yeah that's a good point yeah, but so Legos is much different than anything else. It's not in the eyes of the general public. Yeah, believe me, Legos are fruity. I think we can all agree on that. You just got you've got to own it. <laughs> Don't give it the power over you, Doug. Own your gardening and, and painting. Do no, it. I, so I, I'm definitely not looking for your approval, Jackson. <laughs> Good, I was wasn't going to give that. I wouldn't play with flowers. Do you do you own any plants, Jackson? No, Jack- uh, well, take, yeah, yeah, I do actually. Jackson but used to own those it. fish. <laughs> Remember when Jackson condemned that entire aquarium to die? Oh yeah. Don't, don't say that. I I never once threatened fu- those fish with any kind of bodily harm. You turn their. You fucking turn the air off for an hour. That's more than you were that's fine. They didn't even okay, notice. Okay, Jackson, let's turn the air off to your room for an hour. How would you like that? <laughs> that's not how it works. They had oxygen tanks, pretty much. They were, they had so much oxygen in there. Were you cleaning the tanks or something, Jackson? No, he did it no. for the episodes. He turned off the aquarium because he didn't like how it sounded. <laughs> no, I, I, I was fine without sound you like people were complaining that they could hear it in the background and such i, I couldn't hear it okay do you do you guys think it, your answer to this is very important in where this conversation goes do you think that there is such a thing as say cruelty to fish uh, the same as cats and dogs oh yeah absolutely yeah, i think so yeah, yeah. they're sentient okay then, then what, like do, i said do you not 
Oh, I'm I'm <laughs> it's not it's not relevant anymore. <laughs> Move on. He's changed his opinion, Jackson. <laughs> so so none of you I, I personally don't like fishing. Do you guys fish at all? No. I haven't I think it's no. boring. Yeah, I fished when I was like a kid a long time ago. I've never catch tried and it. release stuff, but it wasn't very fun. You've never tried it, Kyle? No. I might like it if it's nice and idyllic. It's boring. It, yeah, it's it I I personally think fishing is fucking stupid. I've I've never been a fan of it. Uh I also don't personally think that hunting is spectacular. Mm. No, that shit sucks. Yeah, I mean, unless I, I, it's literally for food and you're providing for yourself, you know, then I get it. For sports, not so much. What if you're hunting for great underwear? Doug, did you read the document I sent you? <laughs> I did. Tell us about Mac Weldon, <laughs> and, and Doug. I would be, I, I would be just as awkward about it as you guys are, but I <laughs> go. I did like you know Mac you can? Weldon. Did you know you could you could create an account, the Weldon Blue Loyalty Program, and you can sign up for free? Okay. How about it? What about it? If, if you go on there and create the account and place an order, you'll never pay shipping from them again. And once you purchase $200 worth of products from Mac Weldon, not only will you continue to receive free shipping, but you also start saving 20% on every order you make for the next year. Holy shit, actually, that's it. That is good. Okay, that's Mac Weldon, Doug? Yes. How do you spell that? M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N. Dot com. And then you enter what promo code, Doug? O-P. That's right. For what? <laughs> is, is this how your business <laughs> presentations go? Come on, you're a businessman. <laughs> Present something. No, I fucking prepared. Like a hostage situation. N nobody ever <laughs> in the history of ever has ever brought me into a meeting in in two hours and said, okay, propose our project for us. Go. <laughs> so I, I gotta say, I'm disappointed. I was expecting a lot more from an industry professional. So do you, do you want me to come off as sincere or insincere? Because if I come off as sincere, sincere, then you will never have these guys again. Oh. I want to do your fucking job, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Mac Weldon. <laughs> what do we okay. pay you for at this company? <laughs> so around the table, everybody, tell me what kind of underwear you're wearing right now. Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon. Doug, I see you didn't read the copy. It says, don't even mention underwear. <laughs> no, that's not what it says. It says, don't mention undie. That's true. Ah. He's got Elon the undie technicality. It's not turning yeah, the into a debate. Has well, Mac Weldon's a lot more <laughs> than what just... what they pay for. Mac Weldon's a lot more than underwear, though, boys. Socks, shirts, underhoods, hoodies, sweatpants, pretty much anything you can imagine you can find on Mac Weldon. It's got a robust catalog of all kinds of beautiful wear that you can find and get 20% off on at MacWeldon.com using promo code OP. It's simple, easy to use, quick. It's just the optimal way of shopping. They just create the most comfortable devices to put on your body that you could even imagine. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping, and boy, does it show. So please visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code OP for 20% off your first order. That's MacWeldon.com and enter code OP. Go check them out. 
They really do create some of the best stuff you can put on your body. See, Doc, that wasn't so hard. When you guys get into it, you sound really good doing it. Thank you. All we needed was you to lead us there. Now I really want to hear that story about your dad grabbing you by the neck and doing what exactly? So I was I was Naked. in a place called Hazard, Kentucky. Okay. And uh, let me let me rephrase that. So I, I was in a place called Harlan, Kentucky, drinking with my dad and a guy who was what they call a Kentucky Colonel. I think um, his name is Toby. <laughs> Yeah. So <clears throat> I was sitting on the porch and my dad walked up for no reason out of the blue and said, what do you do when somebody does this to you? And he used both hands, <laughs> grabbed me by the throat and lifted me up out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you do? Well, yeah, fucking Homer Simpson by your dad. That's pretty wild. Were you were you like in good shape at this point? Because this is a long time ago, right? Yes. Yeah, I was in good shape at the time. Yeah. Um, And what I did was take my hands, go up over my, you know, go up and around and try to slam his hands down. And he throttled me even harder and said, that's not what you do. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do? (laughs) You're, You're apparently what my the only correct answer for my dad would have been. To take my hands as, as if you are making, you're going to pray. So it come up underneath and then shoot them straight up because then if mm. your arms force their arms apart. That's fair. Oh, right. So this was a, this was an actual learning moment. Yeah. And I've remembered it ever since. <laughs> so if your dad ever comes back and tries to pick you up, you know exactly how to counteract it. You know? <laughs> Doug goes into his karate stance like the prey. <laughs> he like starts grabbing your ass what do you do here <laughs> <laughs> who do you tell what uh, do you do ma- when i have three knuckles inside of you <laughs> tell mommy <laughs> no no that's not what you do <laughs> remember how i told you to put your hands together and pray do that again <laughs> <laughs> but hold this <laughs> as he's unzipping Ugh. Ooh. What? <laughs> Disgusting. That's, that's Doug's dad you're talking about. Show some respect. respect. Okay, sir. What is, is he dead by now, Doug? No. Oh, I don't know why I assumed he was. He's not dead. No. You're not doing your job. So <laughs> <laughs> you would have finished the job by now. So do you think you? No, could? we actually get along very well. Okay. Do you think you could kick his ass, though? Oh, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got to be, like, frail and old by now, right? Like, he's he's whittled. He's out of prime shape. This is Doug's time. Yeah, sure fucking no, grab him by the way, 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 he is way, way past his prime, and I'm only way past my prime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Doug, uh, sorry. Charlie, do you want to read one of your stories to Doug? Uh, well, we exhausted the Moon Ninja Saga. I still have plenty of Nutty Noodle Man if we want that. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's give people what they want. Okay. Uh, I've recently moved the folder. I need to see what I did with that. So, Doc, Charlie used to be a prolific author when he was young, like five or six or something. And we've been yeah. doing readings <laughs> of his work. 
and you're going to be treated to one of his mainline stories, his prime uh, intellectual property, Nutty Noodle Man. If he can find it. I found it. That's another thing, by the way, Doug, you are a writer, right? You write. Jesus, what don't you do, Doug? Hang on, can we switch yeah, it up? I've written a... Doug, do you have a story you'd like to read at all? I know I'm kind of jumping on you, but if you're not prepared, it's cool. Uh, it would probably take me a minute to pull it up. That's okay. We'll stall while you pull it up if you're down to read it. Uh, Jackson, Charlie, have you guys watched the PlayStation thing stream? Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We watched it together, actually. Uh, I'm going to go against the grain here and say I, I quite like the PlayStation 5 design. I, I think thought the design uh, was fine. Yeah, but, yeah, but everyone seems to hate it from what I've heard. Yeah. Because of the uh, asymmetrical design. You see, like, the, th- the thick ass on it down the bottom. Oh, yeah, like a pregnant belly. Who gives a shit, though? You don't even fucking yeah. see who the hell looks at their console while they're playing. Yeah, who cares? I don't care if it looks like yeah. a fucking dead mule, as long as it's good. But the games themselves, I really like the the one with the cat, the cyberpunk or whatever it's called. Sting. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That was adorable. Little cat with a backpack. There was also one. There was also one that was super impressive to me. It was the one with um, like the anime kind of looking one, or the the Pixar movie looking one. I mean, mm. oh yeah. Did you say that? Yeah, I know, I I know what you're book. talking about. No, I thought I don't that remember. Genuinely like a Pixar movie in gameplay. It looked great. And then there was also, yeah, Keena, the Bridge of Spirits. And then Ratchet and Clank also looked super impressive from like a technological standpoint. All the quick loading and shit that they can do now, Kaya, with their, yeah. their SSD. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping pretty, that finally uh, games won't take like 10 minutes to load. That, dude, that shit fucking ruins games, man. If it takes your game to load, mm-hmm. if it takes that long, just don't release it at that point. I got... Me and my friends yep. wanted to play Divinity Original Sin, but on the Switch, it takes literally three minutes. I measured. It takes anywhere between three to four minutes to load anything. And it's just too long. At that point, I don't want to play anymore. That's not worth it. I'm loading more than I'm playing. Don't release it. The worst one The worst one I saw was uh, Ark Survival Evolved, that dinosaur sandbox game yeah. on... On Switch, takes four minutes and fifty seconds to load when you click new game. Jesus. Still, I don't know how you released that. No, this this was when I first saw it back in like probably last year when it came out on Switch. Gotcha. Yeah, that game died hard. And yesterday yeah. they had the GameSpot did it stream or something Game Awards something. PC Gamer. Mm, don't know about that one. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds like some nerdy shit though. PC gaming PC show. PC gaming show, apparently. Yeah, that one. Apparently that one was awful, too. Hey, you guys remember when... Did so, you see anything you liked from it? No, I didn't, but I will point out, though, so we're recording this on June 50, uh, 14th, and yesterday was the three-year anniversary of them announcing Metroid Prime 4, and then it never being heard from again. Crickets. <laughs> yep. It got you to buy a Switch, though, didn't it? No, I already had it, but I was excited. They got me to be excited. And then, you know, crickets, yeah, three years in development hell. We'll see if we'll ever get it at this point. I feel like they're going to really... I heard I heard very recently they had to uh, restart development on it. it was the that was in was January, going, I think. Yeah, they anywhere. decided that the studio who that was working on it did a shitty job. And Nintendo wanted to start from scratch and give it to another studio. I think they give it to Retro Studios now. 
Doug, do you have your story pulled up? I do. Okay, well, you could have interrupted that at any moment. You must be sitting there. No, with I'm your... not going to interrupt your guys' show. That's nah, okay, Doug. You know, my house is your house. My show is quite... your show. Go ahead. Mikasa, Sukasa. Mm. All right, so th- this is a uh, a story that I wrote after a softball game. It is, uh, I wrote it in my view of what happened, and then I wrote it in my daughter's view of what happened. All right, so the name of the story is My View of It. <laughs> that's, that's pretty uh pretty inventive i okay fuckers i never said i was a good writer hey <laughs> yeah let's not roast him just yet we, we we were laughing at a love so I, I was i was reading through this and i'm like okay so jackson's gonna interrupt me here um <laughs> i'm not gonna say a word doug okay the sweat dripped from my forehead and into my eye. It felt as though one of those I felt as though one of those wrestlers from years ago threw something blind blinding concoction at me in the hopes that I would miss my chance of fulfilling my destiny. I knew that this was going to be tough, but I also knew if I didn't do it now, all hope would be lost. I was standing on third base facing my opponent. There was already two outs, and if I misjudged this by so much as a fraction of a second, the game and my hopes of going pro would be over. I locked eyes with the catcher who had the ball in the cocked position. I smirked. It was a classic standoff. The catcher slowly started walking towards me, daring me to take my foot off the bag. Like a scene from an old John Wayne movie, I swaggered towards home plate. Throw him out. It came from the stands. The ball rocketed towards me like it was fired from the deck gun of a World War II battleship. I dug my shoes in the dirt and pushed off. The ball flew past my head with the whizzing sound of a thousand hornets. I was sprinting with everything that I had. I heard the crowd get on their feet. The roar from the fans was drowned out only by my heart thumping in my ears. I was bearing down on that poor catcher like a runaway locomotive. If I so much as thought I saw anything that resembled a ball land in that catcher's glove, I was going to lower my right shoulder just enough so that to as to connect right under the mask that is supposed to protect this particular player. I am guessing I probably could have gotten at least three teeth out and even more loose if I had connected as, if I, as I had planned. As fate would have it, there would be no dentist appointments needed this day. I heard a couple people screaming behind me and knew that the moment was at hand. I had to make a choice. Do I try and knock the ball loose or do I take my chances and slide home? As I went down, I felt the dirt and rocks and sand start peeling away my skin. This was going to be bad. The pain was intense. The crowd was going crazy and I was already losing blood. I slid into home plate, and as the dust settled and the blood ran into the dirt, I heard the voice from above scream, safe. I got to my feet and waited for what I knew was coming. My teammates were going to dump the obligatory bucket of Gatorade on me and then hoist me up in celebration. So that's the first part. The second part is the view from first base. I was watching my father try to catch his breath after jogging to third base. We were playing in a father-daughter game of softball that was to be followed by a cookout. There were about five dads that showed up along with my brother and a few random kids. My dad was starting to head home when the catcher, one of my 14-year-old teammates, lobbed the ball towards third base. The third baseman missed the catch and fumbled around for a few seconds trying to pick up the ball. I noticed my dad was nearing home when he went down. It looked like he was trying to slide or something. I didn't understand why because by the time the third baseman picked up the ball and tossed it to second, he could have just walked across the plate. Anyway, he went down pretty hard and made a whimpering sound no daughter wants to hear her dad make. I think we won, or they won. I'm not sure. It was just for fun. The food wasn't bad either. <laughs> so that first part of the story, was that is that your daughter's thoughts? Like, supposed what? to be her thoughts? 
No, that's his. The the first part was was my thought. The second part yeah, was my daughter's thought. Okay. How did you not get that? I, well, what do you wait? What do you mean? I mean, it's just two different perspectives. Yeah, very. Yeah, different. and I didn't. I like, was a little confused on which one was Doug's perspective. The one that doesn't sound like a child. Well, yeah, the second the second perspective is talking about her father. Yeah, that makes sense now. Specifically. So was this a diary? Did you did you do this? No, it, it, I like I said that that story actually happened. I was playing a father daughter game softball game with my daughter, and I slid home, and I tore my leg up, and I was sitting there, and I thought that this would be a funny story to tell from my view of it and my daughter's view of it. How much do you write? Do you like? Do you write? Uh, like common events that you go through like it sounded like a diary kind of thing i don't i don't write nearly as often as i used to but if something that i think is funny or humorous in any way pops into my head i'll jot it down yeah it's pretty cute you wrote that about your daughter though so do i make any guest appearances in your stories no guy that would be fan fiction (laughs) (laughs) i'm still a bit insulted about that well, it's no Nutty Noodle Man, but it's not bad. Would you like to hear one <laughs> Nutty Noodle Man, Doug? Just as a comparison point? Yes, I, w- I would love to. Okay. Just to compare writing styles? Uh, I do imagine you're going to feel a little silly after hearing this and comparing it to your own writing. Yeah, try I not to be jealous. I did. Yeah, I did find all four chapters of Nutty Noodle Man versus the Army of Armadillos, though. Okay. I just don't know if I want to read all four of those today. I was going to look for something a little shorter. Is there any Nutty, nutty Noodle Man visits like baseball or anything? Um, I was big into sports, so I wouldn't be surprised if I had Nutty in like a sports situation. But uh, not, in my folders here, I can't find anything with sports. Mm, it's a shame. Oh, right, go. What, what are you okay, shuffling so around still? Let's hear it. Yeah, well, because well, I didn't want to read four you chapters. You meant to be doing this the entire time. Well, I didn't want to read four chapters, so instead I'll read a shorter one here. Okay. This one is only three. Okay. Nutty Noodle. Did I already do this one? Jesus Christ. Did I did I read you the one about Barda? Mm, I don't think so. Doesn't sound familiar. Okay. Nutty Noodle. It, just start, wait, Jesus! Wait, this? this is like a fucking Dragon Ball Jesus Z episode. Christ. Doug, can you do it for us? Yeah, I, I, I feel like I've done this one though. Nutty Noodle is a regular noodle living in Noodle Land. Nutty is a very unusual noodle. He's a little devil and a piece of crap, and has two friends named Appendix and Bird Brain. Yeah, this, you did. I definitely read this, this one. Yeah. Maybe they all start off the same. That's possible like because it, Nutty Noodle Man. Yeah, because it does go into something different here. So then, yeah, Appendix came from eBay, don't know where Bird Brain came from, Adorties and FBI still try and figure out mystery. To sing a song that goes like this, who's an evil monkey? I am. Who's going to get all three silver bananas? I, Sam. It's, I, Sam. It loud, say it clear so I can hear you. He sang it over and over again and wouldn't stop until a monkey officer said, shut up, you idiot. Barda replied angrily, who are you calling an idiot, you freak? And kept calling each other names until once again, shut up, just push me out of this banana blast vessel, which goes 200 miles per minute. So he did. He tumbled like a bucket, falling out of that speeding veek, going 200 miles per minute. While the monkey officer was tumbling like a bucket that got dropped out of that speeding banana blast, 
Barda was so mad he hit the radio with all his might, and then he caught the Chiron fire and walked pretty slow out of the flames and survived the fiery explosion. All he said was, If these stupid sorry excuses for monkeys and try to be like me, I'm the best monkey in the world, not just in Banana Blast City, and did not speak for a long time. Two hours. He thought his plan was very clever. He started setting up what he needed to escape from the monkey's magic jail. While Barda was planning to escape from monkey's magic jail not thinking about a thing, his brother Chip was feeling sad for Barda while he was feeling miserable in jail. He was thinking about him, Artemis, and Cornelius, were telling him that his brother was evil and pretty stupid, and a whole bunch of names like Rootin' Tootin' Raspberry, because of his pimples and even bad names. He felt upset at what his friends were calling his brother, Yes, he does have a lot of pimples, and some of the bad names were true, but he was still upset, <laughs> Chip thought. Artemis and Cornelius were up a little past one at night, thinking about where to look for the third and last silver banana. They thought for an hour and a half. They thought so hard, and Finley agreed to start at Niagara Falls, behind the waterfall. They told <laughs> Chip, and he thought they might be right. In the morning, Chip, Artemis, Cornelius, and Barda were planning to search for the last silver banana. That's where that story concludes. It's a cliffhanger. Okay, so now after listening to both of those stories, both Charlie's and Doug's uh, stories... Makes you want to um, stop writing, huh, Doug? No, yeah, so I was going to ask, Charlie, do you have any advice for Doug to reach his full potential? I think the one thing that was missing from Doug's story that I was able to capture and excel at was making sure everything flows. I think Doug's kind of lacked purpose and cohesiveness, which is something that I always focused on with my narratives. I just think your vernacular was more colorful. Yeah, I also and it made it more impactful. Yeah, Doug didn't even describe what kind of day it was at the softball game. Meanwhile, in my story, you not only know what kind of scenery you're dealing with, you know how long you've been there, you know yeah. the time day. Plus, you went to Niagara Falls. Doug didn't even get off the pitch. <laughs> Doug. All right, I'm back. Did I miss anything? <laughs> I thought you might have been face down on your desk throughout that. So it was making me giggle. I was, I promise you, I was doing my best to, to stay with you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I like about both of you guys' readings is that both of you stutter and stumble reading your own stories that you yourselves wrote as if it's just the first well, thing my- you ever saw. <laughs> Well, mine I was was written when I was like six, and there's so many misspellings <laughs> in it. I, I, it's hard to even know what I was talking about at the time. So maybe it would have been a better exercise if we would have read each other's writings. Oh, yeah. that would have been, been wild. I don't know do if you can handle enough. Nutty Noodle Man versus the Army of Armadillos, though. That that's a real page turner. That's like uh, not Gilgamesh, but something on that same level. So I, I thought about uh, recording one of my stories and then adding, you know, the sound effects behind it and putting it out as a, like, a, not a bonus episode, just putting it out on the feed. I think you should do that with one of your stories, Charlie. A- as it's written, exactly. No cleaning up. Just have somebody narrate it and then <laughs> add the post-production into it. Put it out there. I think I'd rather hire someone from Fiverr to try and read it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Doug. So, so yeah, we, Doug. we've hired some some we've hired some people from Fiverr to do some shit for our show. And I would suggest you, you get somebody from India. That'll make it go so much better. (laughs) 
Nutty Noodle Man is a very complicated story, though. I, I think we're going to have to find only the best from Fiverr. Well, okay, I mean, somebody from India could still do justice. Do we know the, like, do we know what Nutty Noodle Man and all of the characters look like, Charlie? Or are you going to just ritcon all of their races like J.K. Rowling? 50 years after the fact, yeah. <laughs> once you want to look woke on Twitter, you're going to say that Nut Nutty I Noodle actually, Man was black and trans. I actually think I have a picture of him that I uh, drew in this folder. I'll look real quick. Because I did draw pictures like Moon Ninja, he has a face, stuff like that. Like, I did draw some of these characters. I just By the way, thank don't you know to I have Nutty Noodle Man. all the people sending me um, Moon Ninja fan art on Twitter. <laughs> that was fun to see. <laughs> Did you get those two, Charlie? Yeah, that was fun to see. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I think I found a picture of Moon Ninja. Or it could just be Master Chief that I used my parents' photocopier for. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I do believe it's just Master Chief action figure. It looks like... You, you guys can't see it, but you can see it in the episode. It looks yeah. like... <laughs> It looks like one of those alien, ancient alien po like photos, because there's like a little circle there, which I assume is a juice box stain. It's really interesting, <laughs> in fact. It's dark, gritty, and it's def it's it's so it's definitely Master Chief. It's so cute that your mom kept this for you. Yeah, I'm glad she did. I would have been so upset if I couldn't find this again. Doesn't your mom keep your pubes, Jackson? Yeah, but I'm not happy about that. Oh. Wait, what? That's not cute. <laughs> what? No, so, <laughs> so Doug, don't act like your what, mother's what, never taken your pubes. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Doug. This happens to every boy. What did? Like, how did your dad react when he discovered your first? Uh, don't deflect. My dad. He asked you a question. My dad didn't discover anything on my body. <laughs> what? You're telling me your parents well, didn't inspect your body every night? <laughs> nope. Nope, that didn't they happen. Didn't, they didn't pluck your tender pube from your body and then staple it to the fridge? It really sounds like Jackson... Your innocence? It sounds like Jackson endured a whole different type of abuse as compared to me. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's something to be proud of, really. So It was my first uh, big boy growth. I thought this I was know. a joke. Does she actually have your pube? No, she doesn't still have my pube. It was just a joke when, like, the first pube was grown. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then she, uh, well, no, she didn't, but I plucked it off. And then she took it and, and uh, what do you call it, sticky taped it to the fridge. Ah. <laughs> so it's not a joke. It did happen. It's the opposite of a joke. It, it, it's real. It's like, haha, ha, my little boy cool is a man there. now. Haha, ha. you wanna t want me to teach you some tricks? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> all right, all right. She <laughs> No, she didn't. She didn't see anything. She didn't see anything unnecessary. I plucked it myself. She, if if she taped your pube to the <laughs> fridge, she definitely seen something that was unnecessary. Uh, it's hearsay, conjecture. How long was that pube? It's from you. You're the one telling the story. <laughs> How long is the pube that you could pluck it and then tape it to the fridge where it would just be visible? It couldn't have just been a stumble. Hey, people take children's foreskin and like uh, stick it in scrapbooks and stuff. What? No, they don't. That's far. Who? I've never <laughs> no, heard they of don't. that. Yeah. Was that just me as well? <laughs> I feel like you had a different childhood, man. You're about to tell us like you guys didn't get your like turning eight commemorative butt plug that your daddy puts in you. <laughs> 
You didn't have your dinky skin uh, <laughs> kept in a scrapbook? Yeah, your mom didn't bite it off? Wait. She, she made a ring out of it, didn't she? And she used your fucking pubes, pressed them into like a little fucking diamond <laughs> with your foreskin ring. <laughs> Don't give her ideas. There's, there's still time, Doug. Oh, it's, hang on. That's like Gein shit. This is what I should have done from the start. Just give Doug material to rip on Jackson. Doug, did you know that Jackson's mom sent some porn? That's so fucking weird. What kind of porn is it? This is important. <laughs> it's uh, you, you know the boomer like Facebook memes and shit. Uh-huh. That's what she sends. Yeah, sure. Like like uh, a guy's cock painted as a <laughs> as an Easter bunny for Easter. That is not the Facebook that. boomer memes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all they do on Facebook, dog. It's just cock photos. <laughs> do you even go on Facebook? It's all you. It's all you see when you go on there. And like full on HD squirting porn. That's not. You ever see that? On that's not fucking Facebook. They, are you thinking of 4chan? Your your, mo- your mom sends you scat plays. Your mom sends yeah. you pictures of scat, and you're like, oh yeah, just boomer stuff. You know, this is normal. Yeah, look, Merry Christmas to you too, mom. <laughs> you literally said she once sent you yeah, a video of a man sticking his entire bald head in a woman's vagina. I mean, that was just impressive. That was that does sound impressive though. Like I could see why she'd send that. Do you want your mom sending you that if it existed? No, not like with a caption of Haha, look at this amazing, right? I wonder if I could do that. Wanna shave your head? Did she send that well, to you? Yeah. Jackson, how uh, old were you when your mom must be reading my messages? Uh, how old were you when your mom quit bathing you? <laughs> bathing me? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, like six. Probably younger. Yeah, I mean, I, a pretty normal amount of time. It, they're, just, they're just people with good senses of humor, Doug. You don't get it. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, my, my sense of humor doesn't line up with uh, incest. <laughs> <laughs> Amateur. Hey, you're lost, man. I mean, yeah, yeah no. So, Not about incest. So, Doug, if you came home and you saw that your wife had taped your children's pubes to the fridge, what would you say? <laughs> Fuck, I... <laughs> that's a pretty good reaction <laughs> that's an impressive pube i so i have to assume that that you can't jump from where my life currently is to walking into that situation i'm more curious about all the different things that you don't know about that's happened to him or around him that he just thinks is normal he once got a hand no, job from no, a, i've had a pretty normal life no okay so jackson's brother once got a hand job from a crab that that actually happened completion no so i walked in on him naked he was like eight or so he was naked on a bed with his legs kind of like not spread but kind of like (laughs) kind of separated but with the the soles of his feet still touching so it was like a diamond it was like a baseball field i'm I'm, I'm familiar with the position go ahead okay good and so he had a hermit crab down there uh in between like he, he was using his legs as like a enclosure for the hermit crab, I guess. It's so like who the fuck has a hermit's crab on their bed <laughs> just regular perverts use I, their dog or something it, it was a hot day he was eight years old it wasn't sexual it was uh, it was oh. a hot day that's why he was naked it was australia so we had hermit crabs so it was on the bed and then he <laughs> uh, he must have fallen asleep or <laughs> moved his eyes somewhere else and oh. in that in that time period the, the hermit crab latched onto his his uh penis 
and not latched on in a nice way, not like a hand job, like uh, Kai is saying, like actually like a Prince Albert, you know, like pinching the tip of oh, the yeah, cock. Jackson, kind wait, of shit. Like, oh, he must so have fallen asleep. Makes screaming. it sound like the classic. Oh, you know, I slipped and <laughs> fell dick first into that woman, honey. I swear, I wasn't sleeping with her. Hey, well, you guys are making fun of my brother. In my opinion, that hermit crab's a sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> so when you walked in, was your brother hard? <laughs> I, I, I didn't look at his cock. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. Anybody that has pubes taped up to their fridge looks at a cock when they have the chance. <laughs> no, it wasn't hard. I don't think you could possibly get hard in that situation. So what I'm, what I'm trying to... There's several flaws in your story. The It was the, 20 years ago. Leave me alone. Well, you, yeah, but you're, you're telling it now. So you, you were able to perfectly describe the shape of his legs as you walked in. <laughs> no, I just I'm, I'm sure I, like that the position, your, the position he was in. Your gaze started out at his ankle and slowly worked up his calf, <laughs> up his thigh to the the peak of the diamond. When you <laughs> watched the crab finish him off, <laughs> yep, you, you must have been there, Doug. <laughs> okay, to we have to wrap up soon. So, last story, Jackson, tell Doug about you about your neighbors putting you and a bunch of other children in the neighborhood naked in dumpsters. Um, what my neighbors didn't have anything to do with it. That was purely us as like neighborhood kids. Like we would, uh, I mean, there's not much of a story there. We just got naked and sat in bins. What, what do you want me to dumpster say? bins? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bins is yeah, dumpster like, uh, in Australia language, Doug. Yeah, except it's not as disgusting as it sounds, Doug. It was on a farm, so we it was like in a. A, a bin reserved for like chicken feed so we were just seeing naked <laughs> yeah that Sweet. makes it less disgusting <laughs> i mean it's not like you know trash it's just food that chickens eat okay so when see when <laughs> were you naked when you got into the the dumpster of course how, how else would you don't say of you course have... the whole this whole story is <laughs> fucked there's nothing that i could take for granted in it you, uh, well i'm saying of course because you don't have the room to maneuver when you're inside the bin yeah, there's like eight okay, other children. Okay, so did you get naked? Did you get naked to get into the bin? Uh, uh, no, I think it was just uh, maybe more. No, it was just kind of like interest. It's like when kids play doctor, you know. It was that kind of thing, but with the added, like the, my doctor clinic was inside the bin. I guess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so to play, so to play doctor, we would get into the bin. Chicken feet. Okay, bin. so you were just looking for privacy. I was what looking for privacy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know if you have HEPA laws or anything in Australia, but I assume that's what it had to do with. What, what's a? Oh, is that like a, a doctor confidentiality? Yeah, thing? privacy laws for yeah, medical yeah, checkups, yeah. whatnot. Well, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, there were forms that needed to be signed. How many of you would be uh, in how a many, bin? How many? Yeah, I think uh, no, only two in a bin at a time. That <laughs> was a very strict rule. We had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Were you, were you in a bin with a room. boy or a girl? Uh, a girl, of course. Okay, so it sounds like you knew what you of were course. doing. Potentially. I mean, there was no, like, sex or... It was playing doctor. You know what playing doctor is, right? It's like when you look at each other's... Yeah, it's a, it's a precursor to sex. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fucking 19 so, years old. Let's play doctor. No, you're, so you're, you're telling me that when... Everybody went through something like that. 
Yeah, you like want, you some want, kind of um, interest in the other gender, or yes, like you, yes. like what's what's down there kind of thing. It was that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> that you're you're uh, enforcing what I said. It, it wasn't innocent. You oh, knew, I enforced you, it because it had sexual connotations to it. It had. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I no, I, I well, maybe I don't know. I there's no maybe. The you, like you, a, I can't get in the mind of like a seven. Year, I, I, could, I don't remember what my intentions were or any of our intentions were back when we were seven. But, okay, I, like, I feel like I you, remember you said you that can, you, you, your dad or one of your neighbors your, put you up to this. What? No, huh. you've already exposed yourself as to knowing why you were doing it. it when I asked. Was it you were a boy or you a, you and a girl? And you said, a girl, of course, meaning that you knew that you were straight and you didn't have any interest in seeing the little wiener of a of another boy. No, right? I already knew what a wiener was. <laughs> I could just look at myself. He, he, saw, <laughs> he saw plenty. <laughs> so I'm, I'm taking your side in this and you're still being fucking argumentative. You're impossible. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I, I you could fucking see child penis molested motherfucker. Time. Just whoa, get in the whoa, dumpster whoa, with the... Whoa, <laughs> That's kind of mean. I take it back. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not a molester. He got molested. There's a difference. Yeah. He's a victim. You don't know what happened in those bins. But that, that's my uh, my stories for the day. Yep. Or re- my stories that I'm revisiting. All right, Doug, I hope that gives you some material. I, uh, yeah. What, you think I'm going to close guys... my eyes and think about this later? <laughs> I didn't mean for your spank bank. I meant like for the next time you're on <laughs> to rip on Jackson. This isn't, no, this I, isn't so, for your enjoyment. So for some reason, I, I am going to make it my life's work, or at least for the next three minutes, to clear the air between me and Jackson. Mm. All right, fine, fuck it. You got three right, minutes. I'm going to make it my life goal. My life's goal to completely disregard anything you say to me in the next three minutes, Doug. Go. I'm out. I'm done. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty weak. What did did I you re- look at Jackson's ears and give up immediately? Oh, I I, I just kind of thought to myself that I have no interest in associating myself with somebody that plays with kids in dumpsters. Mm, that's <laughs> fair. Again, that I, I was also a kid. I just let's <laughs> make sure that we get all the information on the table. <laughs> so if I take everything that I've learned about Jackson in this episode, you know, okay, yeah. So you've got some ammunition against me. He paints, he plants flowers. He, I didn't even talk about the gardening. Um, and then oh, everything I've learned about you, stuff. your, your mom, sexualized you at a very young age <laughs> you hang out with with little kids and dumpsters <laughs> naked uh again i was a kid yes yeah but it's still true right you're, you're well, yeah but you're slandering okay, your just child. leave it at that then. I'm, I'm not judging child. i'm not judging just <laughs> your your brother things in australia are a little different i, I think you're i think you're a monster you're slandering a child you're, the the things that happen in Australia are just a little different you, than here. You also forgot that I, his, I his brother p- pays uh, crustacean prostitutes, and then pretends that he mm. just fell mm. into that situation asleep. So now you're so, you're so, putting the sins of another on my shoulders. I didn't fuck with crabs or, or crustaceans of any no, kind. No, but you sat there and watched somebody do it. That's just <laughs> no, as bad. I helped. I, I, helped, I helped my brother. I heard the screams of anguish and came in to assist the declawing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, did you, you use your mouth to get the crab off of him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like I came in to see what was happening. Oh, so you didn't oh, know what's going on in here. <laughs> yeah, if you heard screaming, then yeah, I'm sure you would, would say that. So did that. you just sit there and watch him and laugh as he was getting as as he was getting circumcised by a crab? Fuck yeah, it was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Does he have scars? Do you check? In my situation, <laughs> I don't want to. No, I don't know. All right, enough of this. All these years of playing doctor has finally paid off. I get to do some surgery. <laughs> <laughs> My day's in the bin. Let me kiss your boo boo. I'm going to need. Hey, come here, brother. I'm going to need you to step into my office. <laughs> Points into a fucking chicken feeder. As, Make sure you strip down. Just a pig As always, we got to check your prostate before we go any further. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. All right, Doug. I I I want to clear the air with you, Doug. I I. We have forty five seconds left. This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound really lame, but I I do really enjoy your company, Doug. Aww. And I don't mean to be uh, negative towards you. You're a good guy. And I I don't know what else to say, Doug. Apart from I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> as as consolation for the injustices i've dealt you please shout out your stuff come over to who's right podcast.com uh i think that jackson is lined up to come on our show here in the next couple weeks so that should be fun yeah, yeah. did uh, you say uh, no <laughs> i don't realistically ever see that happening <laughs> wow that, that is pretty mean you son of a bitch. Why not? That was a good that was a good approach from Doug though. Put him on the spot. Now yeah. Jackson looks like the bad guy. Nice. Doug. Well, we'll you're say. actually recording later today, I have a right? Very busy schedule. Yeah, we're we're just doing something for YouTube. We we won't put this out on the feed, I don't think. Oh, okay. Well, Jackson's ready for you whenever you like. Mm-hmm. Whenever you want, Doug. You just message me and I'll reply. <laughs> all right i look forward to your reply <laughs> this is so awkward all right did you shout out yourself i zoned out hey can you can you make sure your editor puts the fucking links in the thing this time <laughs> yeah, i might pass along the message we'll see oh i did on the patreon episode what do you want from me i want you to Make sure your editor puts the links in the shit this time. It's, it's Jackson that uh, puts the links in the it's kind of a, it's the, Yeah, that damn editor, right? <laughs> right thanks, so, everyone. Kaya, uh, patreon.com slash the official podcast. <laughs> patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes.